Good morning and welcome to today's Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. We live in a rapidly changing and confusing world of technology and media reporting that affects all of us in one way or another, both today and far into the future. A psychic is a person who claims to use extrasensory perception, or ESP, to identify information hidden from the normal senses. The word psychic itself is also used as an adjective to describe such abilities. Psychics may be theatrical performers, like stage magicians who use techniques such as prestidigitation, cold reading, and hot reading to produce the appearance of such abilities. Throughout history, psychics have been both esteemed and scorned. Their powers are subject to both belief and cynicism. Yet whether psychic powers are genuine or false, psychics have played a significant role in shaping world history. In centuries past, kings planned marriages and waged battles on the advice of their seers. Michael de Nostradam, 1503-1566, who was commonly known as Nostradamus, prophesied both natural events such as droughts and earthquakes and political events such as assassinations and wars. Although supporters link many of his predictions to current events, because his prophecies were undated and are subject to both poor translation and misinterpretation, they aren't justified as evidence of true psychic power. Yet the prophecies of Nostradamus remain subjects of speculation by both scholars and popular culture. In Shakespeare's play Hamlet, the Dane was visited by the spirit of his dead father. This belief that the dead may contact the living is also a basic tenet of spiritualism. A religion founded in the 19th century, followers of spiritualism, believe that a medium is the psychic intermediary which spirits use to contact the dead. The Fox sisters, credited with starting the spiritualism movement, were frauds. They claimed the dead communicated with them by rapping upon a table. After a successful 34-year career as psychics, they admitted that the raps were the result of cracking their toe joints. Cold reading is a form of psychic deception accomplished by asking a subject general questions and using his or her answers to narrow information down to specifics in order to persuade the subject that the psychic has received information from the spirit of, for instance, a departed loved one. It's a sophisticated process during which the subject, anxious to hear from the dead, seldom realizes that he, not the medium or the departed, is supplying the answers. A while back, the Toronto Star, along with Ryerson's School of Journalism and W5, investigated the world of fraudulent fortune-telling and Toronto's thriving fraudulent fortune-telling industry that uses spells, potions, sleight of hand, and smooth sales patter to collect small fortunes from thousands of vulnerable victims. The study interviewed a number of psychic clients, including a teacher, real estate agent, a doctor, corporate manager, and a Bay Street stockbroker, and hidden camera visits to psychics revealed the secrets of an industry estimated to be worth $2 billion in the United States alone. There's no one type of person who falls for these scams. Victims interviewed included men and women of all races and cultures, all income brackets and professions. What they had in common was desperation. Why do most victims 
remain silent about their loss? Because they're too embarrassed to turn to the police. Lumped in with prohibitions against the practice of witchcraft, sorcery, and enchantment, the criminal code makes it illegal to fraudulently tell fortunes for profit. But fraud is difficult enough to prove, says Toronto Police Department uh, Detective Alan Spratt of the Financial Crimes Unit. But the challenge is greater where the law and spiritual beliefs intersect. New Yorkers were shocked to read that a 33-year-old internet consultant paid psychics $718,000 to reunite him with a woman who no longer wanted to be in the relationship, even after the woman died. Psychologists still know very little about the reasons why people addictively spend thousands of dollars on psychics. While it has some parallels to drug addiction and also pathological gambling, says Dr. James McKillop, an addiction researcher at St. Joseph's Healthcare in Hamilton, starting small, escalating and developing what we would consider a tolerance, and then feeling that loss of control engaging in what feels like compulsive behavior. Among the most common techniques psychics used on clients interviewed in the investigation was the curse of the evil eye, which is widely practiced in Toronto across a wide range of cultures. The evil eye is well known throughout history. It's mentioned in ancient Greek and Roman texts, as well as in many famous literary works, including the Bible, Proverbs 23.6. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. Close quote. The Koran and Shakespeare. The evil eye is essentially a specific type of magical curse and has its roots in magical thinking. Before science could explain weather patterns and germ theory, any bad event for which there was not an obvious cause might be blamed on a curse. Curses included. The evil eye are an answer to the age-old question of why bad things happen to good people. Bottom line, if you're tempted to visit a psychic and... Let's be honest, most of us are sometimes in our life, even if it's just out of curiosity. It's a good idea to go with a friend or two as an afternoon or evening of entertainment, rather than a prediction for your personal future. So don't get hooked in what you hear has any credibility at foretelling the future and comes from some mystical, uh, mystical place. Always remember the Latin phrase, caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Muskoka's only non-profit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 FM.